Hi, this is David from Wedding Business Growth. Wedding Business Growth is committed to helping you succeed in the wedding and events industry and grow your business in a sustainable way. Thank you for tuning into Wedding Business Growth Podcast. And now stay tuned for part one of this episode. What up, what up, fellas? What's going on, everyone? Here we are. Look at us. What are we doing? Another episode. We're all in different places. Well, I know. This is kind of weird, <laughs> isn't it? It's like usually at least two of us are together. Yeah. So, um, but today we're not. I won't burden folks with why I'm not there, but just know that right. I'm, I'm still here. So, cheers. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Cheers. <laughs> Yes, Cheers. sir. How's, every, how's everyone's weekend? How was it? Everything was good. Well, you know, yours, your weekend and mine was uh, intermingled and had a great time, obviously, in doing so. Uh, had a fun time celebrating our our fellow MPI member uh, Katie's wedding. So that was a lot of fun. Super fun. Great time. We surprised her with some cold sparks, which is always fun. Frank, we we went absolutely nuts with the cold sparks at the wedding so it, it was bananas i mean he i mean they were going off like pretty much every song so it's gonna make for great video content for sure yeah. but yeah, yeah it was fun 
and by every song, not necessarily sarcastically every song, but yeah, they were they were pretty tight. It was tight. Yeah. One of these days, I'll invest in Cold Sparks when some of the venues come around locally. Not too many venues around here are cool with it yet. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where you know, some people are really cool about it. Some people are absolutely against it. So, I just I just try to tell the people that I work with, like. Hey, I, I need you to get permission from the venue before, you know, before yeah. we do this, because, you know, if you pay for them and then I show up and then the, the you know, the, the venue has an issue with it, there's nothing I do about that at that point. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 This weekend, uh, I mean, totally not cold sparks. Right. But uh, the, the couple wanted like little handheld confetti cannon shot off at the end, like right when the beat dropped on their last dance. Yeah. And uh, the the venue was just like, and I put it to them in the email. I said, hey, make sure, you know, right? Communication is key in this industry. Make mm-hmm. sure you check with the venue. We got there. They handed them to me. I was like, sweet. We're down. A little bit beforehand, I was like, do you ever check? Oh, I didn't ask them, but I was just like, hey, you guys know about the confetti cannons? They were just like, nope, we have no clue. Yeah, of oh, course. Cool. And you're not going <laughs> to shoot them off. I was oh, like, okay. Awesome. I said that's your that's your conversation to have, not mine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's tough. That's that is, tough. Yeah. I mean, but it, it's it's a another testament to um, communication and how you know important it is to to have communication amongst everybody and not assume things. You know, not assume everything's going to be okay, or not assume everybody's going to be okay with whatever it is that's going on. For sure, 100%. Yep. Communication well, just, is key. Just want to quickly welcome everybody watching. We thank you all for watching as always. and uh, We encourage you, if you haven't done so yet, to subscribe to our YouTube channel, Wedding Business Growth. You can catch all of our old videos, older, you know, previous videos, previous interviews, previous guests, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, just a plethora, look at me using big words, just a plethora <laughs> of uh, educational opportunities there for everybody. And uh, so if you haven't done so yet, we encourage you to subscribe to our YouTube channel and also join the Facebook group. Love to have you guys a part of the Facebook group. If you're not already there, um, same thing, you know, just like YouTube, jump on YouTube and search wedding business growth. Same thing for uh, Facebook, jump on Facebook, search wedding business growth and um, you know, like the page, join the group, join the conversation. Let us know how we can help you. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think the Facebook group is is awesome for for kind of that kind of engagement too. So definitely join them. We're always in there. So yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. Um, anybody watching, feel free to check in. Let us know where you're watching from. You know how we always like to give shout outs to our peeps out there supporting the uh, supporting the podcast and supporting the show. And uh, we have an exciting guest tonight, fellas. And you know, um, we talk a lot about um, business, and I think sometimes it's good for us. To talk about, uh, you know, you've heard me say in, in my mind, the two most important pieces of equipment anybody can have is their head and their heart. And uh, sometimes that's more of a personal thing, you know what I mean? And so I think health is something that's vitally important in our industry. And I think the fact that we have, um, you know, we've kind of had a, a period of time where we're kind of, we've been kind of lulled, not everybody's been working. Now we're moving back into working again and we're getting busier. And, you know, people are going to start kind of, you know, you're going to go, as Drake would say, zero to 100 real quick, right? And, 
you know, it's it's uh, it's important that your health is there, just like the business side of things, the health side of things need to be there as well. So um, we're going to talk a little bit about that kind of stuff today. And um, with our guest, I'm excited. And I know that um, that we, we had to kind of speaking of we actually had to kind of reschedule um, this interview because our guest, you know, what she was dealing with some of those challenges. And so it's, it's real life stuff that happens. And so I think it's great that, that we can, um, that we can be transparent and we can be kind of, uh, open to talk about things when it comes to more than just business stuff. Yeah, for sure. I think it's ironic. We're talking about health tonight as I sit here battling sore throat <laughs> Drink, drinking your uh what do they call those what do they call those things at uh at uh starbucks were they medicine bombs or something like that i've got my chamomile tea with honey and my halls so Good i'm too, good man. Good i know frank you got any ailments over there man <laughs> um yeah i mean i have this uh nice cup of water in <laughs> my mets glass um because i have the mets itis just kind of like you have the Red Sox itis. Yeah, I do. I do. And uh, it was a good weekend for the Red Sox, by the way. Uh, for those that are that are paying attention uh, to baseball, it was a good weekend for the Red Sox. <laughs> how, how was it for the Mets? I don't even know. I, I I meant to pay attention to that so I could razz you if I needed to. Yeah. No. No. We're 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 looking good. First in the division, you know, biggest lead in all of baseball, and you know, that. only the best pitcher in the in the in the not even just the world in the universe throwing bbs <laughs> well yeah and then when you get the other guy back that looks like uh what does it look like thor or whatever thor. Uh, mm-hmm. you get him back man y'all be in good shape uh so this is all this is all going to lead up to a fun trip for us then in september when we all converge on the city of boston together to to watch the mets and the in the red sox play against each other live it's going to be a good game so let's hope let's hope between now and September both teams are doing as well as they're right. doing now, right? <laughs> because otherwise, if, if, if it gets that far and, and it's not, then that might not be as fun, right? Well, I can I, I can assure you the Mets will be. So if anybody doesn't live up to that, it'll be on your end. Two things: I like your confidence, and I like your shirt. <laughs> Very well said. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's dive into this thing. All right, I'm, I'm going to do my best to read this uh, this biography, uh, this information about our guest so that if we can set the tone. So Erica Christine, a certified wedding and event planner, CWEP, the owner and senior event planner at Elite Events, LLC, is a creative visionary to no end. Attention to detail, fabulous organization skills, impeccable taste, and a hands-on approach is the formula she uses to continually create memorable events that last a lifetime. Erica has an MBA in, sorry, with a concentration in entrepreneurship from the Jesse H. Jones School of Business at Texas Southern University. However, she holds her undergraduate alma mater at uh, Prairie View AM University, near and dear to her heart. She began her career when she turned her passion into a business in 2009 when opening the doors of the now award-winning luxury event planning firm which is nestled in the Garden Oaks Heights area of Houston, Texas. Since then, she has taught wedding planners certification program at a local community college and has been featured in several local and national publications and platforms. She is well-versed in various areas of event planning industries, such as design, destination, multicultural, and Western weddings, lavishly luxury events. I love that. Large-scale social and celebrity events, as well as corporate conferences and galas. 
all the while building powerful and trusted relationships with a variety of professional vendors within the Houston events industry and beyond. Her clientele includes entrepreneurs, socialites, corporate executives, politicians, government affiliate organizations, mega churches, international brands and corporations and professional athletes. Upon her 10 years in business, she has decided to expand the scope of her business uh, by adding an event planners course. I'd love to hear about this. Interior design and travel planning components to elite collective portfolio. For years, she has turned her blank canvas into work of arts and plans to do the same with the interior design world. She's added travel to the equation for pure passion. Destination weddings have increased in the past few years, and she has decided to not limit herself and her expertise. Uh, excuse me. Uh, excuse me. I just totally messed it up. <laughs> Let's try that again. Uh, in the past few years, she has decided to not limit her expertise of experienced travel planning versus becoming a traditional travel agent to weddings, but opening them up for others. There we go. Much easier for me to say the second time around. In her spare time, she enjoys traveling, shopping, singing, dancing, cooking, and hanging out with friends and family. I love that. Such great such a great thing. So without further ado, let's bring our guest to join us on the show, Miss Erica Christine. Erica, how are you? Hi, guys. Can you see me? Yes. See you, and we can hear you. How are Thanks you? Yes. All right. I am good. I am good. Just so happy that I got the camera to work. <laughs> yeah. So, I know, I know thank you so much for having me. That's the funny thing. Sometimes uh, all the behind the scenes stuff that we have to go through to make sure that we sound good and look good. I know that was a little bit of challenging and I commend you for sticking to it and being able to overcome those challenges. Yes. So great job on that. 30 minutes later, four devices later. <laughs> we got it done. Uh, we've all been there. We've all experienced that. We've all experienced that. So hopefully the audio and everything is okay in here. This is actually a closet that I don't use, that I have a whole office set up, a second office set up um, in where I keep all my ugly stuff where I actually do work at. So um, hopefully it was okay throughout the uh, duration of our call. No problem. No, we're, we are just excited and happy to have you today. So our, our conversation today, talking about chronic illness and, and being a creative in the industry, G give us a little background maybe for starters on, on that, and then we can kind of set the tone for the conversation with that. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So um, my, my, me personally, I was, I started my business in 2009, and at 11 months in, I was diagnosed with Crohn's disease. Um, a very severe case of Crohn's disease, um, which is a, a chronic illness. Um, and so essentially what they say is, um, they say chronic illnesses that like there may or may not be a, a cure, um, you can, uh, but you are expected to live with it. You just have to kind of go through different courses or of, of treatment, um, so on and so forth, versus a terminal illness would be something where they're saying, hey, um, this disease is is terminal, and you um, they may project that like you might not live. So basically, with a chronic illness, Crohn's disease falls underneath that. Um, it's an autoimmune disease where, um, in layman's turn, um, my intestines, my large and small intestines, um, 
is affected. Whenever I naturally, whenever I eat or drink anything, my body thinks that it's trying to harm me. It thinks that my saliva is trying to harm me. It thinks that water is trying to harm me. It thinks that food, literally anything that would have to go through the digestive tract is trying to harm me. And that is, for my case, it was literally from my esophagus all the way down from uh, to my large and small colon, intestines, and then um, my ileum. So it's literally from start to finish of processing and digesting your food um, or beverage, things that you consume. So with that being said, um, I think I was amping up for my first year anniversary party. And I mean, just felt extremely, extremely ill. Um, whenever you are flared up your body for Crohn's disease, whenever you're flared up, your body actually thinks like, hey, this is bad for me, so let me get it out. And by get it out, it's a purge. And by purge, there's no pretty way to say it at all whatsoever. By purge, it's literally, it's literally vomiting and diarrhea to the extreme. And so when I say the extreme, it's actually, uh, let's see, we'll say uh, yesterday, I went to the restroom 32 times and I stopped counting after 32. Um, and so it becomes a point where you get extremely dehydrated, your other um, organs start to um, malfunction and trip over because you're just, you're not keeping nutrients and you're using the restroom um, and putting out way more than what you actually are intaking. So um, it's, it, it can get very, very hard. Um, you get very, with Crohn's disease, you get extremely, extremely fatigued. Um, you get ill just because you don't have any energy, you don't have nutrients in you. Um, you're using the restroom, like I said, upwards of anywhere from 15 times, and this is diarrhea, um, 15 times to the highest that I've counted on a tally mark. When it gets really bad to tell the doctor, I'll do like a tally, you know, a tally mark board. And just every time I go, just kind of cross it off. Um, and the highest that I've went to that I've counted was 56 times in a 24 hour uh, time span. So, um, and so when it gets like that, it just becomes a point of literally just, well, for me, I eat and I drink so that way I don't have to go to the hospital. And so that way it's not too, too bad until either my next um, treatment um, comes up or until I'm able to take my medicine again. It just depends on what was the trigger what's the flare right now i'm like five days past due for an infusion so that's what the issue is right now so there's not you know it's not that i ate something wrong or it's not that i'm stressed out because of a crazy couple or anything like that um or family drama or anything that would be a stressor it's literally that it's time for my infusion so the treatment plan for that is every four weeks for me i get an IV infusion um and it's basically like the myoma chemo that they give me. Um, and that kind of settles down uh, my stomach. It creates a coating throughout the entire lining of my stomach. So that way I'm able to eat and drink and function and do your bits. Gotcha. So that's that's the disease um, in, in, a, in a nutshell for me. Um, it's something that you would call an invisible disease. Um, and, and we call it invisible diseases because if you look at me, if I were not to tell you that I had this disease, 
um, or that I had a chronic illness, you would not know. And so it's kind of funny, ironic funny, because I talk to a lot of people in the industry and they're always, um, you know, either sliding in my DMs or just thanking me and telling me, um, you know, thank you for being so open and transparent about your journey. Um, and then they'll tell me about something that they're dealing with that is another chronicness or another invisible illness, whether it be lupus or whether it be, you know, mental health issues or whatever it is. Um, it might not be the exact same thing that I have, but um, me being open and vulnerable enough um, to share my journey and and in this, in such a, as a matter of fact way, you're going to take it or you're going to leave it. Um, I think other people feel comfortable in knowing that like their truth is okay. And it's okay to, to be in your truth and still be excellent and still produce amazing and excellent events. I love that so much. Nick, I, I, I think you might remember, didn't David Garrard, didn't David Garrard have Crohn's disease? Yeah, he did. I thought so. He's former yeah. quarterback for the Jaguars here in Florida. Yes. Um, yeah, yes. I remember him saying that he, he said he had Crohn's disease and was really influential in, in that community and spreading the awareness of that. Yeah. And coming from me, I mean, I have celiac disease, so I'm, I'm, I know exactly. I mean, not exactly, but I mean, I understand like autoimmune disorders. Like, yeah, you think everyone thinks you're just fine. It's like, oh, yeah, no, I have like autoimmune disorders. But no, I totally understand what you're saying. But Crohn's disease, I it's it's tough i can imagine it's really really difficult i mean celiac is like oh do you eat gluten and it's like you know but guy crohn's disease is really really difficult so yeah that's that's literally it like i mean little simple things like going to awp meetings or nace ilia meetings anything like that and you know they have food and they like want to give you like a steak and like mashed potatoes and all of this stuff that has like gluten in it and like mm -hmm. beef and stuff that you can digest. And you're like, yeah, guys, so um, remember that form I submitted and gave to y'all and told y'all that like, if I yeah. stuff, gonna <laughs> right? yeah. I was not playing about that. Like, it's really going to happen. So, yeah. we either going to fix this, well, what are we doing? So, it's true, definitely. I had a friend with, uh, or I have a friend with celiac uh, disease and mm -hmm. um, there's an AWP with me. So, we often were sitting there looking at each other hungry throughout me. <laughs> yeah, I mean I think it's I've something definitely <laughs> it's definitely something within our industry that um more more you know wedding professionals not just caterers but just more wedding professionals in general should be aware of because you know there's no reason why anybody should be sitting there hungry there's no reason why you know these types of things shouldn't be overlooked and it's and it's, you know, I mean, it's kind of like shallow to just be like, oh, yeah, whatever. They can just have something. But no, like it's it's possible to make it a good situation for everybody if we're just more aware of it and more understanding of of why the necessity is there. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think I think it's just a matter of understanding for sure. And just knowledge of like what it really is like, oh, so, I mean, people it's like, oh, you have celiac disease, like you can eat gluten, like it's fine. It's like, yeah, I mean, I can, but I'm, I'm really hurting myself when I do that. Like, you're gonna pay for that later. And you pay for it. Yeah, you saw it's, it's terrible. So Tell, tell us a little bit about some of the, you know, like some of the ways that you've uh, been able to kind of overcome some of this, Erica, as far as like at events. I mean, I, I can imagine the, the frustration probably alone that it has to sometimes present when you're at an event and 
your body's not cooperating with you and and it's like have you ha, i mean is is it kind of put you in a position where you almost have to have an assistant all the time or like what are some of the ways Always. that you've found to be able to combat it yes definitely um so I, I've got my notes with me but um but definitely um I pretty much so I'm good and I'm actually I would even say I'm great but <laughs> I know my strength and I know that I need my team my team is what makes me great um and I don't even know if that's because I have Crohn's disease I just think that's just because I'm I need my team. Like literally they catch me when I'm falling or whatever. So yeah, my team makes me great. So yes, I definitely um, have to have an assistant. I have to have um, someone there on site. Um, earlier on, I think one of the things that I did was I decided to um, almost create my company in the sense of like, what happens if you're not there, right? Mm -hmm. um, what do you do? What happens if you're not able to come to an event or if you're not able to do something? And so that was kind of like my SOP. Um, and for those who don't have one yet, I strongly suggest that you work on one. It's your standard operating procedures manual. Um, my SOP is like the holy girl, right? And so in that, it basically made it so dummy proof, so easy to where I literally could be in the hospital bed. And this really happened uh, where I'm like, oh, it's a great, on social media, it's a great day in the office today. Us elite dolls are doing such an amazing job, yada, yada. And then meanwhile, I'm telling like one of the dolls that's on my team, but I'm telling one of the dolls basically, hey, I need you to go into the office, do this, click on that, and you'll see, open up the SOP and it'll run you through everything you need to do to do X, Y, and Z, or to send out um, the itinerary or to send out, I don't know, whatever things that we, you know, we need to happen. And so that SOP made it easy for me to begin to work smarter and not harder. And it, it made it, I built this system to where it was like, my company kind of ran like a machine. So that way, if I'm not there, um, then it's still able to move. Like the event is still able to happen without me. Me coming is honestly just like for decoration and, and for branding sake and for namesake of like, oh, I had Erica Christine, blah, blah, blah. But as far as the actual, you know, um, heavy lifting my girls we have two positions on the day of as far as assistants go a1 a2 a1 always has this set of vendors they always handle this part of the load in this is like it's i mean it's systematic right these are their responsibilities a2 always handles these vendors they always do this yada 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 and then we just kind of custom tailor things that are specific to each couple um and so that just makes it so easy so essentially i'm really just that person that shows up and is pulled for questions and random things that happen throughout the day. But my team is actually the ones that are like moving around, dealing with the vendors, set up, you know, load in, tear down, all of that good stuff um, and making sure everything flows. My team also, um, I don't, things like as a planner, um, I no longer do the rehearsals. Um, so I, and, and you could look at that from a side as well too, um, or business perspective of opportunity cost, but you could like book a whole entire or another wedding um, versus mm -hmm. sitting rehearsal for an hour. Um, for right. me, I don't do rehearsals. 
one for that reason, but two, it is because of uh, me having a chronic illness. I like to make sure that I am using my time wisely. And the night before a wedding, listening to people talk and, and doing a reel is just not that important to me. When I can train my my dolls to be just as good as me, if not better, um, at facilitating and directing a rehearsal, and they can do that for me, and I can just pay them to run that rehearsal. So then that is one less thing that I have to do, and that goes into things even like uh, cake tastings. I don't need to go to a cake tasting. The clients know whether they like lemon cake or strawberry cake. You pick, you take the cake, you pick, you pick it, you taste it, you pick it out, get your design, and, and move on. Right. So things of um, to me, what I consider small scale tasks, I had to learn how to um, give those out and delegate those out to the people on my team, and I had to learn to trust my team as well too and understand that like they if you train people well enough they will be capable and able to handle whatever it is that you're giving them so i think that was one of you know the biggest things for me um i have so many um things in place as far as uh safeguards or boundaries that i've created so for one, I have two phones, two cell phones. I have one that's my personal cell phone. Literally no one in the event industry in any state or any country has that number. No one, literally no one. And even people that I went to college with and all of that, they don't even have that number. Why? Because I don't want them to think they're doing me a favor and accidentally give my number out as a referral. Mm. And that my private phone number is yeah. on public display, right? And in public information. So that was one of the safeguards. Yeah. Like, it just makes sense. Like, I can turn, literally turn this phone off and walk away from it and still be able to communicate with my immediate family, let them know how I'm doing with my health, whatever it is, and be fine. Thank you for listening to part one of this episode. Be sure to tune in next time for part two on the Wedding Business Growth Podcast.